Welcome, everybody, to the We Hate Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that uh, is working uh, with what it can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a start. This week, yeah, no, definitely. Th- this week, uh, Frog has a job that has miserable hours and miserable days off, and... Uh, Moth couldn't record on Valentine's Day because, hey, that's f- fucking Valentine's Day. True. Um, but joining me this week to fill in the void, so I'm not just talking to you, I have uh, Tidu, uh w- with the YouTube channel uh, uh, Tidu Weedu and his great series uh, doing like miniature little uh, uh, essays about uh, video games. Yeah, it's Tidu Weedu's last minute, last minute essays. Jesus, there we go. My, my speech is starting to act up already. And you may also know me from such bangers as that one email to Castle Super Beast about Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working with uh, real star power here. Yeah. Um, not many people get to be read on the uh, Castle Super Beast podcast. That was like a complete fluke, but I knew like Ray's bait is going to work. Hey, guy, got in. <laughs> if, if there's one way you're going to get on uh, on that podcast, it's either make Pat angry or Ray's baiting. That's it. That's true. I tried four uh, years, yeah. and this is the first one. So <laughs> this is a confirmed I, like study. <laughs> I I did it once. I sent an email to them exactly one time, and the next episode, they went on a rant about how every email they get shitty, and I was like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> what did you I write can't. about? What did you write about? I don't even, it was like 2015, I don't even remember. This is before <laughs> the falling out, even. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Oh, man, 2015. Oh. I think that's when I started watching them, because they did a Nero Let's Play, and I was like, okay, maybe I will check this out, because I'm allergic to Let's Plays. <laughs> That near let's play is fantastic. Yeah, love it. Right. I feel like most modern near, like just near fans, like, God, oh, never played the game, but that fucking let's play. <laughs> it's funny because I personally was like, I heard about the series before. I remember I read a preview of the series in a magazine back when magazines even existed. <laughs> so, uh, and it said like, oh yeah, there is going to be a different version for Japan and for the West. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I'll check this out. And then I didn't have money and I forgot. And I bought it after Drakengard 3 came out because of demo and his recommendation. I figured, hey, why not? It was so hard to get it. Jesus Christ. It only existed physically. <laughs> I had to get it from UK. And then I sold it to an Italian guy because he, he had the same problems. And I thought it's a good deed. Hey, you, you, when it comes to like, because I'm I'm a huge fucking fan of niche video games. It's the PlayStation Two is literally my, like I like the PlayStation One aesthetically more. Yeah, but the P- PS PS Two is the Ark of the Covenant. I agree. Exactly for just like weird, for, like the Atelier games that were on the fucking PS Two are just fucking nuts, mm. weird fucking games. Uh, and that's just like the the fucking tiny little nugget. Like God. Uh, but like, when it comes to those really fucking weird ones that you know no one's heard of, when you find someone who wants to play it, you want to fucking spread that wealth, yeah, dude. I totally yeah, yeah. get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's weird because like, Gestalt is a PS3 game, but it feels like a PS2 game, honestly. I remember when I was playing it, I was like, <laughs> wow, I feel nostalgic for my dearest, but this feels like a PS2 game in all the good and bad ways at the same time. It feels like a PS2 game and looks like a bad PS3 game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the uh, the 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 remake. Uh, the recently they had that gameplay footage come out. And now it looks 
like a good PS3 game, and it <laughs> looks like it plays like a PS4 game. Honestly, they could just dump uh, ESO file and have it playable on PC, and I would be happy. Just the fact that it's preserved. That, that's actually, like, here's the deal. I'm super happy that they're updating the gameplay, because, the, oh man, that gameplay is real bad. Yeah. Uh, like I, I man who I I bought. Okay, here's the deal. I bought near the original, off of. Uh, do you know Xplay is? Uh no, I haven't heard of him. So so Xplay is a. It's it was. Uh, there's this channel in America, mm-hmm. uh, and Canada called G4 or it used to be, uh, and Xplay was their video game review show. Oh yeah, I think I, you, you and Nicole talked about this recently. Uh, but yeah yeah yeah. Not not something I was. Uh. uh well, they they did a review of Nier, and they gave it like a fucking two or three out of five. Oh, fuck you. Oh, out of five. But when I, <laughs> the phrase, it's acceptable. Still, it's still bad. <laughs> they, they're super, like, uh, they're super, like, super normy, but they show, like, visuals of what they're talking about. Yeah. And I can see, and this doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Like, they, they stopped existing in 2010, but... I can see when they did a review of a game, I could see if that's a game I'd want to play. Yeah. I looked at this and I was like, wow, everything looks like it's smeared in Vaseline and there's a weird <laughs> vignetting on every cutscene. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I remember when it comes to uh, Automata, near Automata, uh, uh, in 2015, for the first time in my life, actually, I had the time and space to watch E3 live because I was a college student back then. So, hey, what's pulling an all-nighter? Because it was like 3 a.m. in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Because I'm in pot, to anyone that doesn't know. And uh, I remember I was watching the Square Enix show expecting fucking nothing because they already showed Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation 1. And then I saw <laughs> Platinum Games. Okay, that's cool. Oh, the music guy from Nier. That's amazing. Wait, Yoko Taro. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody clapped. And I hate that entire audience. <laughs> oh, that, oh, it fucking, like, when I saw that, like, I had the exact same response as you. When no one had, like, when there was no pop-off, I was like, this man's about to change the, the, the landscape of <laughs> yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you guys are just looking, fuck, blankly, fuck you guys. Like, everyone, oh, they, they, damn, they announced Shenmue 3, Final Fantasy who fucking cares? <laughs> Shit, there was a pop-off for, there was a huge pop-off for Shenmue 3! <laughs> yeah, yeah, those were weird times, weren't they? <laughs> Oh my god! Six dude. years ago, six fuck that. that uh, I hate. Listen, I hate the average person who consumes media. You're all terrible. You're bad. You're immoral human beings. Why? Well, thank you. We know. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, so you have a YouTube channel. Correct. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that is? Uh, well, the channel is called Tito Edo's Last Minute Essays because I figured I'm going to be cute with the fact I never do more than a first draft. Uh, and it's basically decided, hey, uh, I have all these runs I have brewing, but nobody is reading anything longer than a Twitter thread, and Twitter thread is horrible at conveying ideas, so I guess it's time to bite the bullet and buy a microphone and start a YouTube channel. And at first, it was purely because I wanted to shield Pathologic 2. <laughs> 
<laughs> because that game, uh, uh, as a little caveat here, amazing game, go play it, uh, one of my all-time favorites, completely fucking murdered by its own publisher, because they gave the game no marketing, and all the press it got on release uh was like uh, oh this feels like budget skyrim and it uh, <laughs> adheres to the dark Soulsian uh heart is good uh, philosophy and the first i think good press that was really notable was from mandalore gaming who did it three months after release and not because he wanted to it was because he broke his fucking back in the meantime between the games release and his video <laughs> uh so i i thought i'm going to start with that i actually started with a video about disco elysium because that game also wowed me great game uh since then i got a better microphone don't watch these two videos uh, the, watch the pathologic one, it's remade. Uh, the, the old one is delisted. Uh, but I decided, hey, I've got this rolling. I actually enjoy it. The people don't instantly tell me to shut up, so why not? So I started talking about uh, different media. For now, it's just tabletop games. Uh, uh, tropes, um, game mechanics. I have some anime, topically, uh, videos lined up, but I still have like... Two in the pipeline before that with video games, but I do want to talk about stuff like Lane or Utena or some other stuff. Yeah, I'll probably actually watch both of those before you you actually release a video on them because I haven't watched either of those uh, surprisingly enough. Mm. I watched Utena last week and I was blown away. It's like it shows its age that it's a '90s animation made by JC stuff because holy shit, they re- reuse so much footage. But if it wasn't for that, it would be a 12. As it is, it's a 10. So. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, JC Steph, they might reuse shit like it's going out of style. But man, the stuff they reuse is shot really well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, the same energy as Sailor Moon. I saw this a thousand times. I can I can watch a thousand at one. Let's sit here. Let's not skip it. <laughs> It's like it's like you know. Uh, at some point, it just starts getting comforting whenever there's that level of repetition. Where you're like, "Oh yeah, I can I can just enjoy this for a minute. I've I've already analyzed it in my brain. My brain yeah. can shut off slightly." Yeah, well, I, I know where the story is heading now. That this is like uh, advertisement spot. I can go make some tea for a minute. <laughs> like every single time you triggered Knights of the Round Table in the original. Final <laughs> <episode. Yeah. laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna go make a sandwich. Are you dead yet? No, fuck. <laughs> Ah uh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, but that uh, that that's really cool. I just want to like specifically say like uh, your video on the philosophy in near automata, like oh that's my favorite video of yours, hands down. Mm-hmm. I you. I fucking love that video. Uh, I've watched it at least twice so far. Like it's just so because uh, because fucking the the philosophy in near automata, it's so it's so on the nose. It but is. people are stupid. <laughs> it's not that, that, that they're stupid. I think that just uh, the level of uh, philosophical teaching right now is like, oh, yeah, it's the thing you do when you're drunk and have some thoughts mm-hmm. about life. And there is a lot of history. A lot of it is total bullshit. Uh, oh, yeah, spoiler, I'm a philosophy major. Uh, but it, when you have the level of understanding that, that I do have, oh God, this sounds pretentious. Uh, you <laughs> learn that it is not smart people saying smart things about life. It's an eternal knife fight between people. And I love it. And, yeah. uh, Taro at the very least skimmed Wikipedia 
and included all these references and all the ideas he thought was interesting in the context of the game and what it touches upon. And for that very reason, I respect Automata like seven notches more than something like Bioshock Infinite or something, where people will splurge their pants about how it's philosophical and existential. I'm sitting there like, okay, okay. <laughs> they don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... like. I think that, like, that's where, like, so many people who played Nier Autonomous and just enjoyed it, mm-hmm. like, they, but are aware that they, there are philosophical references in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the people that would be like, oh, this is a lot deeper than I think. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm not a philosophy major, but you can, it, it's, it's not deeper than you think. It's very yeah. service level, but very entertaining. That's true. Also, I think it's just like, uh, as an entertainment product, it is a very good introduction. Like, oh, I wonder what's mm-hmm. this about. Let's look for it. And now maybe that interests me and I'll go deep, deep further. And then I actually read Hegel. That's the biggest mistake of my life. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? You don't love Hegelian dialectics? I love people talking about Hegel. I don't like reading Hegel. He was an atrocious writer. Like. <laughs> To be fair, most most people who write theories write like ass. That that is true. That is unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember once I talked with you. It was I think Game Awards, uh, and you said that mm-hmm. the, this video of on Automata didn't get any love. And I'm happy to say it's the third most watched right now. It's still like 500 people saw it, but it's you know it's more than 100. I was really bummed when it came out and like nobody saw it because oh it's spoilers I can't play it. It's like it's the longest video made. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's specifically like when I I look for longer videos to watch because I usually watch things while I'm doing other things. That's yeah. why I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, so when you dropped that and it was about near autonomy, I was like, oh, this. This is because this is when I was still new to your YouTube channel. I had been following you on Twitter for a while, yeah. But like, I had only watched, I think, your pathologic video, mm-hmm. um, and I still wasn't sure because, like, I, I'm pretty worried about YouTubers uh, because all of us are trash. We're all bad people. That is true. Um, uh, but when you drop that, I was like, okay, you, you, you have that soothing fucking voice. Uh, you have uh, that fucking Polish energy. Uh, that I enjoy out, out of YouTubers like uh, like Thor High Heels. You like, can hear the squatting. Yeah. <laughs> I can practically smell the cigarettes on your breath. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, I, I love that video. I'm glad that it's doing well because it's... <laughs> when someone... Unless you're philosophy tube, if you're making a video about philosophy on the internet, most people don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And as much as I enjoy some of the content by Philosophy Tube, sometimes it's like, do I really have an hour? Not really. <laughs> yeah, she she tends to fucking go. She's very fucking theatrical and long winded, but yeah. I it's it's fine. Like, uh, very entertaining, very pop philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I said, it's a good introduction for for sure as well. Uh, it's a way to internalize that material without actually engaging with it. And that's uh, commendable, especially mm-hmm. in the day and age when everything is online, but philosophers still refuse to write shorter or more concise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but per- someone like me, though, like... I would I would pay you to do a fucking uh, a three hour reading of the conquest of bread. 
uh, just to hear your your voice just read it to me so I don't have to fucking read the boring, boring words. Hey, uh, 800 more subs, we'll see. We need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> 1,000 sub goal, I'll read the conquest of bread. <laughs> but here, here we hate anime. We are an anime podcast, unfortunately. All right, yeah, 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 fine. Uh, and I and I do want to ask, what's your? Because you you said you had some anime videos lined up that you're mm-hmm. thinking about doing. What's your experience with anime? Oh boy, that's a long one. Uh, well, as pretty much anyone in Europe or uh, especially in Poland can attest, every journey here starts with either Dragon Ball or Sailor Moon because that that's yeah. what we had on TV. Uh, I watched both because, of course. Uh, but of course, you don't internalize that as anime back then. But when mm-hmm. I was 13, 14 ish, uh, my extremely, uh, nerdy cousins, uh, got into Naruto and said, Hey, you want to read this while you're here? And I was like, Yeah, yeah sure. Why, why do I read it right to left? Just, just read it. And <laughs> from that was, Oh, that, that's pretty cool. I wonder if people online talk about it. And they did. And I was, uh, do you guys recommend anything else? Yeah, there's this show A Ring right now. It's called Death Note. Why don't you watch that? And from that one, it was just a cascade. Yeah, Death Note actually is is pretty much like it's very much a perfect introduction to a, a, that sub layer underneath Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. where it's like it has more going on than both of those shows combined. Yeah, but also it's still fantastical dumb bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, when you're 14, just the very context of oh, it's told from the perspective of a villain in a tr- tradition like. Crime story, but also magic is like, whoa, this is the best thing ever. Oh yeah. I still Dude, love it. When when fucking when light eats that fucking chip, oh yo. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> shit. Dude, I remember. I fucking I was watching that with uh my girlfriend at the time, uh over phone because she lived a, a, a like a, a city away. Mm-hmm. And and she was she was way more into it than I was. I I had not reached my edgy phase. It took me yeah. until like I was sixteen to reach that phase, but I still liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh but she was like, Oh, it's like this is how I feel inside. It's like <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, that that's a red flag right there. For sure. <laughs> I instantly thought it's oh it's told from the perspective of villain cool uh, I well, I had quite the proper upbringing <laughs> <laughs> hey villains okay it just needs to be said villains are inherently more interesting than heroes oh yeah yeah absolutely I'm living with a huge scar from uh, Lion King standing here so <laughs> hell yeah we all want to fuck that fucking lion yeah do, yeah you do I don't <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll come around uh, enough submerging uh, like uh, spend enough time with furries and suddenly you'll be questioning what you find attractive I, that's all i'm saying i i i will say it's been years i'm still holding cap <laughs> my resolve will not be broken <laughs> uh, uh well, well what's some what's some anime that you have been watching uh recently like uh like uh like uh, any newer shows uh, any what? Sorry, 
I'm oh, sorry. My, 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 I lost breath right at the end of that sentence. Uh, <laughs> have you been watching any newer shows? Uh, well, I'm not really a seasonal person, but I am watching Attack on Titan last season ongoing because, uh, I have a history with that series where, uh, I watched season one when it finished and it was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I watched season two and it was like, okay, this is getting interesting. I watched season three and I was like, okay, final season. I'm watching and going. <laughs> there was no way back. <laughs> And I do know well, you dropped it, right? Uh, from what I've yeah, heard. Yeah, I've... Season season four is just real not good. Yeah. It, just, it sucks, dude, because I, I know that the, the contents is really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read up to uh, the dirigible escape in the manga mm-hmm. uh, after season... When th- season four came out and it was bad, I was like, I, I want to read the manga. Mm-hmm. Um Unfortunately, the art in the manga still not. I mean, it's just there's there's no there's no perfect way to watch season four. Isaya, Either watch the Isayama's art is very specific. <laughs> that is true. You either love it or hate it. I, I'm ambivalent on it, quite honestly. It's definitely better than like early Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but I, like, there's there's still some really oddly janky off model moments. Yeah, I I appreciate the resolve of the guy that he like started his debut ten years ago. It was an instant banger. He's still going. He's about to finish it yeah. on the on the note he wanted. And it's like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, I am okay. on, ongoing with manga as well. I started reading it like three weeks ago, and I finished it in that time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I respect the hustle of anyone who gets in and gets out. Uh, like, whenever you, they, there are a lot of people that, in the industry, who feel the need to, like, extend their series longer than they need to, mm-hmm. uh, and it leads to, like, really just ass, like, Bleach, like, a Dragon oh, Ball Z, yeah. Like, I don't, quite honestly, fu- I was never a fan of Bleach. I never got why everyone does say so. It's a part of the big free. It was like, the Soul Society arc was cool, but everything after that is... <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the moment. Literally, the moment the Soul Society arc ends is the moment <coughs> when it just becomes mid to bad. Yeah, at least the clothing was cool. Yeah, that's... that's it has... The reason Bleach... Had like maintained its popularity and still is pretty popular is because it had style. Like Taite Kubo, yeah. that man can design a character. That's true. Can't draw background though. <laughs> Look, sometimes all you need is white. That's all you need. <laughs> and some they're, they're fighting in a field. Of, like here's the deal: when Fujimoto can't draw a background, he'll just set his entire story in a snowscape, and it'll make sense. <laughs> mm. Oh, fuck, man. I love Taito Kubo. Taito Kubo, great character designs. Like, he did, he did the character designs for the main cast in the most recent Soccer Wars game. Oh. I was about to, I was about to say, why don't you work as a character designer for a VN? Shit, I have to play Soccer Wars though. He found his calling, but unfortunately that game uh, was isn't popular, so I doubt we're going to get the rest of them when the, the, the series continues. I mean, yeah. Good. That, that is actually... I, I I like good light novel games. That is a good video game. Mm. Uh, well, okay, it's a good light novel video game. We'll say that. <laughs> mm. uh. 
I, I can't believe... I, I am sorry to hear, though, that uh, no. you enjoy Attack on Titan uh, <laughs> Season 4. I hope you get better soon. Look, man, all I have to say is the, C- the CG is horrible, sometimes it's off-model, but uh, until you can get manga to have music and voice acting, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> these two elements are stellar, and that's all I need in an adaptation most of the time. Uh, it's it, uh, Berserk 2016. Actually, I need to go way and beyond <sighs> to actually disappoint me. <laughs> Oh, it, it's, it needed that clunk sound and I was like yeah no <laughs> man I was in, I was in hard cope for, for Berserk 2016 same like, when, when I heard the, the metal clanging I was like oh it's cause it's a big metal sword that, that's kinda cool I guess yeah then you think wait is it hollow inside <laughs> It's, oh god, I, I finished the entire, cause, cause the, uh, I don't know what the actual, what people call that arc, but I, I've always called it the Tower of God arc. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my favorite arc. It's, uh, it's, I think, one of the best in Berserk as well, in the manga. I remember I was reading it, and the moment when just Luke gets over, looks over his shoulder, and all the campfires in the camp are shaped into the brand of the cross, I was like, yo! <laughs> the best fucking visual moment in the manga, hands down. Oh, and then just to see, God, like the moments in the, the, the fucking anime, uh, where like someone is in the air and then yeah, their yeah. model phases to a new model. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But honestly, the worst part about 2016, because 2017 is absolutely horrible. It was 2018. I don't care. The second season was absolute dog shit. I didn't even start it. I just saw the clips and enjoyed that. But in 2016, there were actually hype moments sometimes, especially when there is yeah. like, like a standoff and nobody moves and it's like a panel from the manga. <laughs> that looked good. <laughs> yeah. Th- there were moments in that first, uh, season of that shit ad- adaptation that were like, this, it's kind of good. Like, like whenever, whenever Guts escapes from the Catholic camp and he's being chased by like, uh, like his inner demon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that it visually was super great. Mm-hmm. And then like, it, it's still in a shit show. And then you look like, oh, that they're, they're still using pencils for shading. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> the fact that. Like the original Berserk anime is pretty good, but it the fact good. that there is there's not like the best Berserk anime blows my fucking brain off. Honestly, like the original Berserk anime is the best anime, but the caveat is always yeah, but it's just the golden age, right? And it also changes yeah. up some stuff. And then the movies came out, and they were also watchable. Uh, and yeah. that, that's where I ended. <laughs> They're they're exact they're exactly watchable and that's it and they should be a lot more than that because yeah they're almost they're almost like there oh there's so many moments of promise during when you watch those movies and you're like oh this could this could get really good and then it's just a little bit of a letdown so you're just like okay that yeah. was fine yeah yeah exactly like there's no there's no characters that shift into new models. <laughs> Oh, That's peak of animation. Honestly, I still can do that in Vegas. So hey, they're, they're better than me. <laughs> uh, that is fair. I, I I can't do what they do, and so I should stop criticizing them because I I will never <laughs> I, I will never make anything as good as Berserk 2016. So who's to say? Well, one of these oh. days, I'll get like a 3D animation studio, like Blender or something. I'll take two models from a game and I'll try and. <laughs> 
<laughs> you anamorphs them. Yeah, just, just to have a comparison point. If I make, make something that looks better, I'll be like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you give them the benefit of the doubt until the exact moment with no knowledge, you do something better. Yeah. <laughs> I like that approach. You know, uh, that that is a fantastic way to approach it because you know, I mean, like, like for example, you got that XRM anime that's new for oh this yeah, season. <laughs> uh, those people are li- th- those people literally started with zero knowledge to make an anime. Like, yeah, so I've heard. Uh, if and if we can start at zero knowledge and do something better than that. Then we can criticize it, but like <laughs> everyone's got to start somewhere. It's just that most people, when they start somewhere, they don't get to make it. They just they put it in the trash. Like that's experience. Yeah, with X Arm though, I feel like this had some potential. Hear me out here because it's the case <laughs> of using all the worst resources <laughs> for the worst thing. Because yeah, we have like a great action director and a great mock-up team. Okay, so. Uh, how do I translate that into animation? I will make 3D models and just put them on mocap, and that's that's not like how direction <laughs> works. <laughs> Declaring war on the science fiction uh, series of the world. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I don't have a comparison for it. Actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like the only comparison you can make to X Arm is for 2016. It's the only thing that's remotely comparable, but and X Arm is still fiction. worse. You know what? Yeah, we have to admit, for all Berserk 2016 faults, at least facial expressions have more than one bone. <laughs> they didn't even. They didn't even monitor. A bo- like, okay, lip flaps, fine. St- still stupid, but fine. Like the fact that the eyes don't emote. Mm. Like. One of my favorite clips, I, it was the moment when I stopped watching the first episode because I never made it through it. But there's a moment where, like, uh, in, in the first five minutes of the first episode where the main character, who is a CG model, is lip-flapping in front of his brother, who is deadpan fish-eyed just staring at the camera. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> so it's so impressively bad like i don't know what they're and then like in in one of the most recent episodes there was a moment where the there was a bus that was going to hit a character and they just dissolved it away like just it's the exact same effect as the character dissolving into the other model in berserk 2016 except they replaced it with nothing my time has come be good to each other (laughs) goodbye Oh Jesus Christ! I gotta, I gotta hand it to you, uh, to do. Uh, fucking, you've dodged a bullet by jumping into video games and not dead. It's <laughs> did I? Did I know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the the worst you're gonna get is people being like, "Well, actually, I like slash don't like that game." I get people that that make their personality the bad show that they watch. Oh my God! Yeah, that's the worst. Every single time, every single time I get, I say anything vaguely negative about Black Clover, people who have the Clover emoji in their profile name are in my mentions for two days. Oh god, that's horrible. I think the most backlash I ever got on Twitter wasn't even anything related to any media. 
uh, or rather not related to video games or anime, I should say, uh, because there was this entire meme format of like a big book, a small book, right? And mm-hmm. I said, the Polish literature, Polish literature, if pot never disappeared of map, because like 80% of our literature is wanking to our martyrdom. And like, I had Polish nationalists in my benches for a month. <laughs> Would you compare? Okay, would you compare a Polish nationalist to an actual Nazi? No, they're worse. <laughs> because, uh, for like all you can say about by actual we mean like nineteen forty nine, right? Uh, yeah. Actual Nazis, at least they try to. Uh, reform the state in some way. They uh, change some stuff. Here it's like just full reactionism, no abortion. Uh, also, church gets sanctioned. Jesus was actually Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was actually Polish. <laughs> He's called the King of Poland by nationalists. It's the weirdest shit. <laughs> I think I missed that chapter of the Bible uh, in, when I was growing up in, in Sunday school. I don't know. Maybe it's in, in a Mormon Bible. We'll have to ask more. That's true. Uh, I'll have to. I will ask him on the next episode. That's how I'm going to start the next episode. <laughs> hey, hey, Moff. Before before uh, uh, Jesus came to America, did he stop in Poland? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Ah, oh, but we are we are coming today. I I invited Tid on specifically uh, no. because he has watched. Uh, Katana Gatri, and we're continuing at that every month. We're doing an episode of this, even even if even if I have to fucking do it by myself. Yeah, this is this is the jerking episode because we like both the show, so don't expect any like counter arguments in here. I, I well, I will say this. Okay, so this episode of Katana Gatri, episode mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. I it is one of the four episodes that I would consider one of the weaker episodes of Katana Gatri. Is it the uh, first four, or is it, like, specific ones? No, the... So, Katanagatari goes... Basically, Katanagatari is structured in a way where, like, every three episodes is an arc. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, and I think most mostly the middle episodes of each is, like, kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Um, this one... It, I actually think this is probably the strongest of them. Uh, and I and I'll I'll go into more detail with that whenever like we actually cover those episodes because two there's no five reason to... eight 11. yeah I can see that yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is good it's just this is one of the most wordy episodes oh yeah it's like pickniciation and and it's <laughs> not, it's made worse by the fact that there's legitimately a character that talks backwards in this episode yeah. <laughs> Which uh, Nisio Eason kills immediately because writing that, his dialogue is uh, atrocious. <laughs> of course it is, yeah. Uh, when it comes to Madiwani uh, guys, like, I... Every time I see them, it's like, yeah, I kind of like the Gachaman bird design, but also you're a fucking ninja. Why do you have a Gachaman bird design? And can't stand it. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, <coughs> I love the Madiwani. Uh this episode uh, establishes an important fact about the Maniwani. They're total fucking jobbers. They yeah. do not matter. <laughs> <laughs> the jobber clan. They, they they job super even more hard in episode four. Like, fuck, dude. Yeah. They clock in in episode four. But in this one, like, he's on screen for one second. Fucking dead. Yeah, yeah. The, all establishes all we need. Oh, don't talk backwards. 
Don't talk back to me. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. I am kind of upset that you don't really get to see what his ability does. I think I have the uh, light novel somewhere. I think it actually talks a little bit about it uh, mm-hmm. somewhere, but I don't remember what it was. Like his, the fact that you don't get to see like the cool ninja ability uh, is kind of lame because most of these episodes you get to see what the cool ninjas do. That's true. That is true. He was here just to drop, and everything else was dialogue. Oh, since uh, you have the light novels, I have to ask, was Shichika originally just completely fucking naked or just in a loincloth? Because the beginning of this episode, they're talking, oh, you need more clothes, you need to dress up because people give you weird looks, and then he just wears something with zero torso and just pants. <laughs> and so, he was it, more it, dressed before. <laughs> In the in the light novel, it implies that he's wearing like loincloth level clothes. Like he yeah, has yeah, that, that's what I felt. The design you see in the anime is like what the art is on the light novels. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, they're straight up like you're a naked man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that way makes way more sense because giving him a shirt was a mistake then. Oh yeah, no, no, he should have been shirtless the entire time. Come on, <laughs> fucking. The fucking uh, fuck washboard abs and and fucking uh, I'm sorry I'm getting horny on the episode. Calm down, calm down. I know it's your show, but calm down. <laughs> He's like 20 feet tall. He's perfect. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, yeah. I like, like I think no, no jokes. The high difference between him and Togami is <laughs> it's 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 peak. Togami already is peak, but like it, specifically that height difference is mm, yeah. Chef yeah. kiss baby. Ah, I, I, I love this. I, I do genuinely like, I, I do think this is one of the weaker episodes, but the, the stuff between Togame and Shishika, super mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah. Like, you get, like, you get to see Togame just, just fucking talk. <laughs> and the entire time Shishika's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess. Oh. Like Shichika, like if it, 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 it feels like most of the time he wants her to te- he wants to tell her to shut up and just be cute. Yeah. Also, the the scene that kind of opens the episode, they get j- jumped at bonnets. She's like, "No, you can't just fucking kill people." He's like, "Why not? What, what's wrong?" <laughs> uh, wait, wait, like, like, and I and I do like that because in Shichika's head, because it's the big theme of Katana Gatari, it's that mm-hmm. like. We, the the name Katanagatari sword story. It's a sword. It's a story about swords, but also it's the story of a sword. Yeah. And Shichika like thinks of himself like a tool. Yeah. Uh, which is like the big climax that happens eventually. That's why that climax is so like fucking. Mm. You're but, watching one episode a month, right? Yes. So the, the same way this was aired. Nice. So I'm looking forward to December and Frog and Moth losing their fucking minds over the last episode. This is a, this oh. is a foretell, uh, a future. This is your future. You can escape. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lose their minds and then Frog's going to like the very ending and Moth's going to hate the very ending. Oh yeah, I can see that. Uh, like, I'm, I think I'm ambivalent on the ending, but of course no spoilers. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I see, I see where it's going, but I would be also much more fine if they ended a scene before that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I like that, but uh, also uh, that 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 scene being in the ending, like <laughs> it gives people an excuse not to like the show. True. Well, th- there are d- dumb people if they do that. Like five minutes over what twelve hours? Exactly. Oh, I fucking it, it, every single time someone's like, "Man, the ending was bad, so the entire thing is bad." I want to shit in my pants and throw it at. Them. <laughs> 
Like, I get, uh, Mass, Mass Effect 3 gets a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. But most of that game is a really good Mass Effect game. Yeah, well, which is which means it's terrible because all my Mass Effect <laughs> games suck. I honestly don't know why they are so beloved. I hate these fucking games. <laughs> I, uh, it, okay, uh, it's the lens flares. They hypnotize me. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but uh, specifically the, the part in this episode that makes it weaker, when, when Togami's just talking and they're just... They're walking in the desert yeah, to yeah. the castle where the the main like the the sa- the samurai of the episode uh, is, mm-hmm. and unlike the first episode where they like, whenever they did the big exposition moment, they like cut to like oh here's here's like a, a like here's what the swords look like in like shadowy silhouettes, uh, like they use some kind of visual element. Like this is why. I 100% think the only studio that should tackle uh, anything Nisio Eason does is Shaft. Yeah. (laughs) Because they can actually, like, okay, this is the text dialogue. Let's find a way to make it visually interesting. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, true. White Fox, who made this, just, they, they didn't really try. They made the parts that need to look good look good. Like all the talking, it might as well, they might as well be sitting in a cafe in an episode of Sword Art Online. Yeah, could could have used way more like visual metaphors and stuff. That is true. Uh, Shav did this well. They should have watched Kaiji. I don't know. <laughs> but and also, think- uh, just back to the desert. Uh, I think that the dialogue, while it does build up to something like the entire talk of like characterization and catchphrases and everything, I just uh, every time I watch this, it's like. Is this Nisio is inventing about when he made thought he was going to make a character a hermit, but then he thought, oh shit, he has no personality. What do I do? <laughs> I, I feel okay. So these uh, the original light novels were released like a month apart. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first one came out and he was still writing the second, yeah. and then everyone was like, man, Shichika sucks. And he was like, oh, you think Shichika sucks? <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? That, that's probably yeah. Uh, but like, I, I, I do like it. Like, it creates that really good moment, uh, where, cause Chichika, total fucking himbo. Like, yeah. his brain doesn't function unless it's simple. Uh, and when she's going through the catchphrases and she just says one, he's like, sure, uh, that one, fine. <laughs> yeah, that, but, that works. Let's leave it there. <laughs> but he takes that, like, that one's fine and actually, like, perfectly uses it in the moment. Yeah. I fucking, uh, Shishika's, like, one of the best, like, main characters, uh, like, ever. And even better, too. If you haven't read the light novels, you have to read the light novels, because they're from his perspective, so you get a lot of his inner monologue. Oh, it's the Himbo Journals, okay. Mm -hmm. No, it's super good. Like, he, in the anime, he kind of comes across, like, more apathetic than anything. Yeah. But in the light novels, it's more like... He can't care more than he just doesn't care. Okay, so it's just, it's the fate problem basically, where mm-hmm. you have a shitload of internal monologue, but no adaptation ever covers it, and fans want to shut the fuck up for ten years about it. <laughs> uh, hey, at least it's not like the sort of online uh, issue where uh, you have the point five chapters where people fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In Katanagatari, I would welcome it, but. <laughs> oh man, I would too. There's there's so many good characters who could fucking Katara <laughs> Yeah. Uh 
Uh, as long as you aren't doing the the one girl, don't that that's that's a weak one. <laughs> uh, but, very uh, broad yeah. strokes. Very broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> some some anime fans are about that though. So more more power to them as long as they ain't committing crimes in real life. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do want to talk about a little bit though the the main antagonist of the episode. Uh, God, what's his name? I always forget it. Yaijutsu guy. That's yes. It. <laughs> uh, the 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 thing about like Katanagatari is that every single character is uh, named after some kind of pun. Like everything's a pun in something that Nisio Eason writes. Yeah, of uh, course. That's why the visual metaphor of shaft adaptations work better, because they just... Here's the what the pun look like. Gee, I wonder why the series is called Bakemono and Monogatari. Hmm. <laughs> uh, they try... Okay, they do try to put some of the metaphor White Fox did into Katanagatari. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main like antagonist of this episode, his entire thing... He's basically a Japanese nationalist. Yep. Uh, that's the, it, literally down to the fact that he is na- his moves, his sword, and him are named after uh, 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 Japanese military phrases to refer to their suicide bombers. Oh, okay, they know that. Nice. That's why whenever he goes for that first uh, quick draw, there's the sound of a fucking fighter jet. Mm, it's it. super. And that's such a good attention to detail when you hear that and you just hear like, and then, and then you don't, you never see the fucking sword. Yeah. It's, it's such a fucking, ah. Oh. And the, the, the specific way that like he, uh, uh, like, uh, they, they go to the castle. It's dilapidated as fuck. They find the room he's in and Togami like gets tricked to going in there. <laughs> and then, and then Shichika just heats her out of the way of the quick yeah, draw. She kicks her back. <laughs> Which is foreshadowing. <laughs> Listen, if you like to see women get uh, subjugated as the, the tools they are, this is the episode for you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I don't like where this is going. But uh, also, as you pointed out, he's basically a Japanese nationalist. He's like a traditional samurai who needs to protect his homeland, but his homeland is one castle in a desert where nobody lives. And this is just him pointlessly protecting something that has no value anymore. And this also ties into, I think, the bigger themes of Katanagatari that unfold later, especially of like fighting for no good fucking reason and people dying for no reason. And this is like part of that. Yeah. Like uh, a big, a big theme in Katanagatari is like what, like is pointlessness in general. Yeah. Like people do things for no reason. But they justify it to themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do it for pride. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just said that. It's just babbling. Don't mind yeah. me. Yeah, no. Like, that's, that's like, the most important theme in Katana Gatari. And it, it it gets explored in such interesting ways throughout the series. Like, there's... Uh, I, I, was about to start, I was about to start throwing fucking spoilers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll hold off on that. Like, but there's, there's... There's... The best characters in the series are the ones that don't try to justify the things they do. True. Like, uh, Shichika. Shichika, like, never tries to justify the things they do. do. And the first, the first moment where it looks like he has conviction, he doesn't. It's, ah, it's so good! <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, the, 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 the confrontation in this episode's great, because they have to figure out, it's basically, 
a lot of fights in Katanagatari are basically JoJo battles. Yeah, that's true. They need to figure out how, how to get there and how to do that. And of course, Shichika's first plan is the best one. Okay, Togaba, you enter, he kills you, and when he dumps your body, then I ambush him. <laughs> Perfect plan. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, great plan. Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> Uh, and then the second the second plan is great because he's just <laughs> is great because he has a part he has a plan A and a plan B and the entire time she's like hey Tsukame just stand behind me uh, and that's all you need to do I'll protect you people yeah. people this is great because this okay. this goes back to the thing we said yeah. uh, he says to her uh, people have something to protect are strong yeah yeah and that that's him creating a fake justification for her. So that she like has has a reason to believe the words he says, but he's like nah. Like later, uh, his his later when his plan fails and he goes to to, to plan B, where he needs he something loses... to kick back from a wall. And the camera is right behind him and she gets he, kicked he, in the face. He literally fucking jump kicks off of the, her fucking face to yeah. get above him to fucking slash down on top of him. And, and she's like, hey, why'd you do that? And he's like, I told you to stand behind me. She's like, I thought, oh, people who have something to protect are strong. He's like, I, that was just bullshit. It's like, yes! The themes of the show manifesting! Just bullshit. The best theme. It's so it's it's so fucking good. Like I, in fact, I until you you brought that up, like I had never even occurred to me that that this moment is so central to the show. I mm-hmm. have now elevated this episode in my mind as being <laughs> less bad than uh, what I thought. The other three, yeah, that's fair. Uh, also, uh, like uh, on the topic of what happens in this episode, kind of anachronistically, but just the fact that. Shichika is still unaccustomed to people, so he needs to get used to Togame by wrapping himself in her hair and just getting used to, to her smile and everything. He's like, mm, yes, thank you, Nisha. <laughs> yeah, when, when he's, when, when she, you know, they're doing that and he's like, can I bite you? And he's like, no, you can't bite me. And he's like, well, can I lick you? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I, I just adore Shichika. He's, He's one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. Like he's just so interesting. Like he he doesn't <clears throat> he doesn't do anything because he thinks he should do it. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that like that sounds boring, but the way the show is in uh, the story is written, it it comes across as like like you you feel like specifically the things he's doing are like oh that that's that's him that's where he's at. But no, he's literally, he's, he's a sword, he's a tool, and he's being yeah. used. Yeah, but anything less, like a stereotypical, uh, bodyguard, bodyguardy, uh, story with, uh, I don't know, a mafia princess and her hard-boiled cop that needs to protect her and whatever, uh, would fall into the same archetype, but it gets boring because the guy always gets all the personality because, of course, that's where you have to relate to it. It's guys reading this, come on. But with Katana Gatari, they figured, okay, what if the guy was actually just a sword and it was the girl where all the characterization fell to, at least initially? Mm-hmm. And that, that, that really elevated that story for me, I think. Because it was, yeah. it was interesting and I loved both of them by the end. Yeah. And then like the entire, uh, well, I was about to go into spoilers again. Fuck. It's, <laughs> it's really hard. It's hard to talk about the show with someone who has already seen it because I just want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Control your dick, Mike, please. 
It's the the places where like episode four is so insane. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, I remember a friend of mine who recommended me Katanagatari. He told me, "Oh yeah, uh, be sure to watch all the episode previews, especially yes! for the fourth episode, <laughs> because I the, the, I t- there's some material that isn't used." And I was, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> I literally told that to Moth and Frog after. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Episode. I heard that because, like, it you. It doesn't matter on like once you reach that it doesn't it stops mattering as much. Yeah, but like that's the moment. That's like, true. Okay, this, but, the- but uh, a small disclaimer to anyone that doesn't want to be as hurt as me: watch the previews for every episode except the final one. They botched that one, honestly. Yes, yes. Don't watch the preview for episode eleven. Just don't. Mm. Oh man, I. I love Katana Gatsuri. I'm so glad we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, I, it took me forever to get them to agree to watching this, and, and now I think, like, th- I think they're just dodging, honestly. They just don't want to keep watching. Uh, bastards. You bastards. <laughs> don't worry. I, I told both of them that they still have to fucking watch it, because if not, they're going to be lost for the third episode, which. That is true. Third episode's one of my favorites. I'm looking forward to getting to that one. Which one was that? The armor? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. no. The third episode is a thousand swords. Oh right, right. Fifth was the armor. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a good the, one as well. The, the armor is another one of the weak ones. <laughs> I liked it because just the basic concept. I think I've, this was really like the most justified to me. I was like, oh shit, how is he gonna handle that? And I like the resolution. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Uh, the the fact that like this entire series is uh, Shichika. Like just burying his power level because if he if he lets it go, he will break everything. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like in the first episode. Like it's really easy to miss whenever uh, he goes to like catch the 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 unbreakable sword. He never says I couldn't break it. He says it was stronger than I thought it would be. Yeah. Also, I add one more thing I liked about this episode. The, it just poses the obvious questions right at first. Wait, a sword that can break, a sword that cuts everything. What if they clash? And they're like, oh yeah, one of one was made later, so it's better. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that one too because it's like instead of Tagame being like uh, uh, trying to like pose it actually like philosophically, she's like, no, whichever one's stronger, you idiots. <laughs> yeah. Something uh, will happen. Well, uh, 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 if you put, put an unmovable object and an unstoppable force to the each way down, it will turn out that one of these things is not. That's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I think we pretty much covered everything about the second episode of Katana Gatri. Yeah, quite honestly, uh, visually there is not much. Like half of this episode is walking through a desert. <laughs> but that last half of the episode is just really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good fight. I really like how they approach it. Also, just uh, the villain's design. Like, it's very basic, but it's also mm-hmm. very con- conveying, I don't know the uh, adjective here, uh, to what he is and how he stands. And, you know, like, exactly everything about, about this guy the moment you see him. And that's great. That's he's good visual like, design. He's a perfect, like... In, he Like, most of the villains, not all of them, but most of the villains in this show... They look like they would be the main characters of a different anime. Oh yeah, totally. 
that this is always something that I really appreciate in a show if it has elements that are common uh, and you get used to them. But then you think about it, damn, a lesser series would kill to have one of these. <laughs> and this is <laughs> yeah. every fucking minute. Uh, to a bit of a tangent, but also that, that's all what I want to talk about in Utena because like, yeah, they reuse a lot of footage, but the level of visual metaphors and language in this, uh, series is minute by minute so good that like, a typical show would kill to have one scene as good as this shit has every episode. It's killing me. And, uh. And that I, was your, I, that, that was your obligatory shilling. Uh, yeah, go on. No, no, you're fine. I, I really need to get into Utena. My, my buddy, my buddy, uh, Roos, uh, watched it and he was like, hey, you've obviously <laughs> seen Katana, uh, not fucking Katana, you've obviously seen Utena. And I was like, no, no, I have no. not. And he was so, like, I got him, everything that he was, got really into is, is because I got him into something. Like, I got him more into anime. I, the only reason he even played Dark Souls is because I made him play the first Dark Souls game. Mike, uh, but a force he, of good. And he got into Kamen Rider because I was like, hey, you'd probably like this. Uh, but he always becomes a bigger fan than me of the things I show him. <laughs> oh, these people are the worst. They're the best of the worst. <laughs> No, I, lo- I love him to death. Uh, so when I got him into anime, and uh, really into anime, because most people like casually watched it, but like mm-hmm. really into it, uh, he was like, you haven't seen Utena? And I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> a, fr- a friend of mine once summed up after I finished Utena that Utena is the Evangelion for lesbians and trans women. And I'm like, I'm, n- I'm neither of this, but I can see that. I was also not a depressed teenager, but I still like Evangelion, so hey. Uh, Periphery demographics, as they say. I feel like uh, all the people who have bad takes about Evangelion, if you made them watch Utena, they would have the opposite takes. Like, they would love it. Mm, I don't know about that, maybe. But also, yeah, a lot of bad takes about uh, Evangelion Shinji, especially, are centering about this... Really weird preconception that it's about to, uh, about attacking the audience. Whereas I remember Anno himself in the interview told people to shut the fuck up because they don't have a heart and was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think it's, I think it's so weird when someone has the, it's about, it's an anti otaku movie. Yeah. Like, like how can you think that when like a third of Japan's economy is based on Eva merch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even just that, but the fact that, like, you know, if it was supposed to be anti-otaku, maybe portray Shinji as an otaku and not somebody that lacks any interests, like, yeah, try? It's that hard? It's it's less, like, anti-otaku and more pro, if you're depressed, you could still live. Yeah. And or just, you know, there are people around you, even if you are afraid of contacting them, you can try. They, they do care about you, we promise. Oh, I get I get so upset whenever I see the bad opinions that exist about Eva because like mm. pe- people will be like, oh, the symbolism isn't deep when the entire like granted like the religious symbolism, yeah, that's surface level. Fuck, fucking yeah, yeah that's surface level. It is, it is. But the entire show is an exercise in the uh, concept of the hedgehog's dilemma, and and there's even an episode named after it, and people like yeah. will brush that off, and they directly address it, and it was not in the manga, so I was really surprised when I watched the anime. Uh, because yeah. my first contact with Evangelion was the manga, because my internet was horrible when I lived in my parents' house, so, yeah, scans are easier to download an episode, so hey. <laughs> also, it's a That's... really good manga adaptation, I recommend it. I w- you know what, I'll read that, because like, the only the only Evangelion manga I read 
so you know in the, the, the last few episodes of Evangelion, they show that alternate life where they're just normal school Yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. Uh, alternative uh, universe, yeah. I read the manga that's based off that. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's really weird, because they re- it still have, like, they still have Evas and angels are attacking and shit, but, like, actual teenage, teenage angst and, like, love triangles between <laughs> Rei, Asuka, and Shinji, it's so weird. That reminds me of that new- Newsgrounds visual novel. <laughs> Dating sim. Oh, that was a classic. I played that before I watched Evangelion, I was so confused, but I still played it. <laughs> Oh man, Evangelion, but, dude. The, yeah, the... also also on the topic of like religious symbolism, it is very surface level, but at the same time, I feel like '96, especially in Japan, was like the height of belief in New Age bullshit and aliens and everything. So it was very culturally apt. It's just now that it's like, yeah. oh yeah, religion. Who, who cares? Yeah, like like the people. There are so many people in the fucking world. Like, and I'm sure you've encountered this since you do media on video games, especially bad mm-hmm. in the video game sphere, who will just be like, no, you're this, this obvious thing that's right there in front of me doesn't exist. You're reading into it too hard. It's like people made, like people will talk about video games and I, I'm just, I, this is what I've been thinking about lately. Sorry. This, you just opened up go a Pandora's box. People, people talk about video, like video games and anime characters as if they are real events or real people. And uh, they, they can't grasp the idea that human beings wrote this with intention. Yep. 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 Almost uh, it, as if people can be inspired by things around them and what's happening to create fiction that is a way to cope with that or maybe portray it to someone else who is not into that. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. <laughs> it's so, it's so obvious. And these people are just like have the tiny little, fucking edamame brains <laughs> and it's just like 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 uzaki chan isn't real she's not a real anna she's not a real person she's not a okay. real anime girl you were about to say uh no i i was i was working on an uzaki chan video uh recently okay. mm-hmm. uh but like she's not a real person you can't just say oh, i've seen people like that and you can't like discount the fact that the 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 camera in the show is always looking at her from a top-down perspective with her tiny little childlike limbs she looks like a fucking boy with balloons in their shirt uh, and you're just I, like i generally <sighs> don't like mind uzaki chan i'm not going to watch it it looks like way outside of my taste in every aspect but her design is eh, as you said yourself i've se- i've seen a small people i i can deal with that and the humor you know, is uh, not not my budge from what I've seen. So yeah, thank you. I will say I I don't think the manga is like amazing or anything, but it is a lot better than the show. Like okay. I've read I've read most of the manga. I actually was a fan of Uzaki Chan. I was looking forward to that anime. Well, I'm sorry for you, Dan. <laughs> it's real bad, dude. Here's the deal: in the manga, she's totally a short stack. Like yep. the proportions are completely different. Oh, okay, that's weird. It, it is like, like you see like there's a there's a there's a panel where she's in a swimsuit and she has curves she looks like a woman and it's just like not oh, I, oh. <laughs> now i can't i can't be horny for uzaki chan without the fear that someone <laughs> will call me a pedophile it could always be horny in disguise i don't know how Ex- that would work but you could try Hey, exactly. That's the thing, though. If I'm horny for a guy and they're short and have childlike proportions, people will call me a pedophile and no one will question it. No one will. 
But you I slap suppose. big boobs on that guy, and suddenly it's a cultural <laughs> touchstone we have to defend. Otherwise, the SJWs will take back the white race. Oh my god, I just imagine a short stack himbo. I want to see that actually. <laughs> I'm not gay or bisexual, but I think that's a good character design. Somebody make it, please. Mm, you just fucking murdered me. I hate you. Oh my god, a short stack himbo. <laughs> Oh no, those are bara titties too. Those would totally be bara titties. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. They said a, oh, a, no. a boy with a titties. I'm like, hmm, wait. I'm just imagining Joe <laughs> Taro, but like wide. <laughs> yeah, 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 the teenager Joe Taro. <laughs> like, 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 just take that that one uh, Joe Taro Kakuin clamp uh, dojin and just make it <laughs> wide. <laughs> oh, that's not where I was going, but okay. Oh, with that, I think I think this has been a shorter episode of the We Hate Anime Podcast. <laughs> it has been quite short. Yeah, we're, oh. we're start taking it one hour here. But you know what's, uh, if you don't want to finish, I'm still on the topic of like people thinking that media is real life or that nothing is ever political. Uh, a friend of mine had a guy slide into his uh, mentions recently because he went talking with me. He said, yeah, people like keep saying that, oh, games used to not be political and then use Fallout or uh, Metal Gear Solid as examples. And he instantly got fucking <laughs> someone in mentions. Oh, yeah, so if Tetris is political, like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's very easy to point out that, uh, hey, uh, Tetris was uh, created by a, a Russian man, and, like, there's mm-hmm. there actually is, like, Russian nationalist, like, like themes, even to the music mm-hmm. of Tetris. Oh, yeah, it was made, made, made by Alexei Pajintov. The music used is an 8-bit cover of a Russian folk song. Uh, in the original Game Boy uh, game, there was the Kreml in the background. This fucking colorful abomination. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's cultural more than political. I would say. By the same time, it is art and it taps into something in us. So if yeah. you stretch, I think it, you could say it's political. Yeah, I, I would. I would argue that like the line between something that's cultural and political is 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 there a government body in the way? Mm. Really? Yeah. For real. Uh, I think that, like, the argument in general is very, uh, in bad that. faith because, uh, don't mention politics. Do politics govern our lives? What the fuck am I supposed to talk about? I am living right now. <laughs> <laughs> and those same people who, who say shit like, don't make X, X, Y, or Z political are the same people that spend most of their time watching Sargon of the Cod videos and the quartering. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you remind me these people exist? I was <laughs> Listen, I need you to understand. I was this is cursed knowledge. Oh, I no. I was go. a I was a fan of both of them. Uh Sargon for longer. I was a fan of the quartering when the quartering first launched his video game thing. And I was like I literally supported it with the belief that it for the same reason I supported like cuz my political like compass just fucking spins around. I was very much a feminist mm-hmm. type person uh, in 2012, and I supported Anita Sarkeesian uh, back then. Yeah. Uh, and then like, then when the quartering was like, I basically trying to do a thing for video games, and it's like it's gonna be fair. And I was a chud at the time, so I was like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. like the good Anita Sarkeesian. And then, like, he just uses his platform to talk about how Brie Larson uh, isn't sexy enough for him. Oh, oh well, God, God! I don't, I don't even know anything about his content. But anytime I see this fucking avatar, I know it's going to be some shit take. 
It's no. it's always the worst. Just just like more recently on Twitter, that Black Sage dude. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, if it's not um, for Vault Tech, people would be dead. And all, he also did the uh, gatekeeping in anime thing, right? Right yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you haven't, well, if you only watch these twenty five shows, you can't call yourself an anime fan, dude. What? <laughs> what am I supposed to call myself then? <laughs> someone, someone, uh, someone had a profile picture that was like. It was it was solid. It was big boss solid snake. Yeah. Uh, but like in in like black and white colors, and mm-hmm. he just retweeted them and said, "Shea Guevara profile picture opinion discarded." <laughs> <laughs> also, before anyone uses this clip as ammunition against me that I only watch Naruto shit, I watch Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Fuck you! I have immunity. <laughs> no, no, you've watched it. I haven't watched, and I'm a fucking. Giant fucking weeaboo trash oh, yeah, you garbage are. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've probably also never watched shit that you watched, so, you know. Human lifespan is limited, and we live the same amount of years, so we have each other covered. That's true. You've definitely not watched uh, Fruits Basket. <laughs> I was trying to think of something deeper than that, but that's where my mind went. Fruits Basket. Actually, I, actually, I haven't, so you're right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But with that, I think this has been the We Hate Anime Podcast. Uh, hey. why, why don't you Why don't you plug your plugs, your Twitters, your YouTubes, whatever you want to plug, man? Uh, well, thanks for listening. If you're still not tired of my voice, uh, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Tidoidus Last Minute Essays. I recently made a video about Cyberpunk 2077, so you might find that. Uh, I you can also find me on Twitter at CuteMuteProd C M P R Big Letters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, and I, obviously the links to his uh, uh, socials will be in the description. Uh, you can follow me at Annie Micro on Twitter, and if you're listening to my voice, then you already know that I have a podcast, so I don't need to plug anything else. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh wait, I do have the. <laughs> I never plug it. <laughs> There's the Fist of Film Real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there too in May. So watch out. <laughs> Oh man, which episode are you going to be on? Uh, Hardcore Henry. Hardcore. Oh, I look for. Listen, the next episode of of the uh, fucking Fist of Femora podcast, we're doing Rambo two. Yeah, have fun um, with that. Uh, I've already watched it. I literally, I, I my my brain can't handle the amount of boring that movie is. <laughs> Uh, so you just mentioning that Hardcore Henry is a film that exists, my neurons just activated <laughs> at the thought that there is something good in this world. Of course it's good. It's a Russian movie. Come on. Uh, but yeah, I I, I want to thank you for coming on. It was pretty short notice. Uh, oh, not super for, short, but... Thank you for having me. That was fun. No, no problem. Uh, Tid, anytime you want to come on, you're welcome. You're, you're, you have a spot on this podcast. Granted... Uh, well, you, know you remember. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? We'll probably do Lane or Utena someday and we'll have you on because I'm going to need you to like to beat down Moth's awful, <laughs> awful brainworms about anything vaguely artsy. Oh no. Oh, this is going to be hell. I'm going to enjoy like, that. Like, Moth is going to be like, man, the, the, that dude that she doesn't want to get with in Utena, that dude's fucking based. I don't know what's the deal. He's like a <laughs> oh, good guy. We'll see. we'll see anyway everyone thank you for joining us I hope you have a wonderful night and uh, goodbye